Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sex Actually podcast, a.k.a. TSAP, a.k.a. Sex Actually. Uh, no one actually says that. Uh, this is your host, Dave Neal. I sound a little nasally today. I didn't know I was nasally. This is the um, this is the first time I've spoken out loud today. You ever have one of those days where you just get shit done? I woke up early before sunrise. My lady was sleeping in bed with her butt sticking up, right? Doing that sexy lady sleep. How about ladies? What's more fascinating than when you're with a new a girl for the first time and you wake up before her and you just watch her sleep? Is that weird? Is it weird to say that out loud? It didn't sound creepy until I said it out loud. Um, sometimes you like to watch your lady sleep. What is it? You know what it is? It's the most innocent time of the day. Like the second she wakes up, she could be in a good mood or she could be like, Dave, your socks are everywhere. Like you, know, you never know. But at that moment, she's quiet. You appreciate her. And then you go on with your day. It's a nice moment. I made coffee this morning and then I got out of the, I got out of Dodge. I left the apartment, gave her a kiss, said goodbye. I'm sure she's still in bed scrolling the Facebook uh, luckily, she doesn't listen when she's not on. You guys know Tasha, my co-host. I don't know why I'm talking shit about her. I like to start the day off just talking shit about people. That's what we do here. This podcast, if you're new, is about sex, dating, relationships, all of the above. And I also kind of, um, uh, I, I kind of have a little monologue going on some days. Talk about my life, what's good, what's bad, what's happening. Uh, it's been going pretty well lately. Uh, I have been short on sleep, that's for sure. But hey, when you're short on sleep. Generally, it means you're working hard towards your goals, and uh, this is going to be a little Monday morning motivational episode here. Uh, how about the Oscars last night? Holy shit. We all watched it, right? Everyone watched the Oscars. If you didn't watch the Oscars, you're too cool for school. Um, I know what everyone says. Oh, it's just a bunch of celebrities giving golden statues to each other. Yeah, that's what it is. And don't we all wish we could be there too? I don't know. I've acted in things. It's like, like acting... Uh, in film, it's like being a part of a camp, right? That you're together for a few months, you spend 15 hours a day, all for a common goal to create something that's pretty cool, right? And then, um, and then it's over, and then, and then you don't get to see the people again until you go to an award show. So yeah, it's a little weird that um, that award shows exist, but uh, it's a thing. And then Warren Beatty, oh poor guy, huh? So. Initially, everyone thinks he fucks it up, right? He reads La La Land for Best Picture, by the way. If you don't know what I'm talking about or you don't live in the U.S. or whatever, just uh, Google it. I don't know. So he uh, he fucks it up, right? He's, a, he's, he's an old, adorable, older man. And they gave him the wrong card. And he looks at it and he's, and he's a little confused. And the pressure's beating down and he gives it to Faye, uh, his, um, his little co-presenter right there. And she picks La La Land. And then everyone scuffles around and they find out after everyone's given their acceptance speeches that it really was Moonlight. And you got one film, which is about a couple white people dancing in the streets. And then you got another film, which honestly, I didn't see Moonlight. I'm guessing it's about um, a gay a black love story. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Anyhow... Uh, not Warren's fault, but he got all the blame. So I know Warren is a huge listener of the sex actually podcast. So Warren, if you're, I'm just kidding. Anyway, how's everyone doing? So I, this weekend I went to a girl's birthday party. What, what is up with women? She had to be 29 or 30, maybe 31. What's up with women needing the, the sweet 16 of birthday parties every year? It's just insufferable. By the way, it was a fantastic time. But we show up to this birthday party and she had her own candy shop 
basically she bought a candy shop and put it in her house. And she had these sticks sticking out of the ground with donuts stacked up on them, which were amazing. They came from Randy's Donuts, apparently. And there was a donut. So there's a donut buffet. And and you guys know I'm trying to give up sugar, right? Yet last episode, we had Rachel from Australia send me a whole bunch of Australian chocolates, which, of course, I'm a gentleman. I'm not going to decline. So I started eating all those uh, fantastic ripe cherries. Uh, and 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 then now... I'm trying to be sugar-free, and I have to go to this party, and of course I'm trying to fit in. So what am I doing? I'm eating candy cigarettes. I got a whole packet. I got a whole carton of candy cigarettes. I've got um, a bunch of those little Coca-Cola gummy bear chocolate, uh, gummy bear candies, and then a buffet of donuts. Um, Anyway, that's – but you know what? If a woman wants candy on her birthday, what does she get? A candy shop. Take me to the candy shop. Um, Anyway, so – that was fun. So I'm all fucked up off of pixie sticks. Uh, super hungover. So so you think it's over. You leave the party. It's fine. Um, but they give you the uh, to-go thing. So we have a little pink, like a Chinese st- uh, to-go style box, chocked full of different types of candy. And, you know, Tasha was, uh, she was in a sugar high. So she just started grabbing willy-nilly all the M&Ms and the little sugar pixie sticks and all these things. Uh, she just sent me a message. Oh, so she's awake. This is how you know your girlfriend's awake. She starts sending you um, Facebook messages. All right, she sent me a message called, um, okay, it's a baby, it's a fat baby swimming in a pool. <laughs> oh, shit. Anyway, so that's that's basically, that's relationships in a nutshell. Going to birthday parties and then your chick sending you uh, viral videos on Facebook Messenger. That's it, folks. That's all I can talk about today. Uh, no, so so the the party was fine, but this so the part the party we went to this location was the same place. So two episodes I talked about when Tasha got her ass slapped, and I I didn't really know what to do about it. Uh, I sound like such a pussy telling you guys that, but that, I didn't know what to do because she didn't acknowledge it. So I was like, all right, maybe the gay guy slapped her ass. Maybe they were friends. You gave her a little tap, good game, whatever. We've all we've all tapped each other's ass and said good game, right? I mean, it happens with the guys. Uh, you know, you, you you do a backhanded ball slap. You say take a bow. It's just a normal thing to do. But when it's your girlfriend, you're like, ah, am I supposed to? You know, like half half the battle of being in a relationship is is wondering when I'm supposed to step in and be like, hey, that's my ass I slap. I I'm the only uh, proprietor who slaps that ass. I don't know how that goes. Uh, you know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And this was like six months ago. This was the last time we're at this party was for Halloween. And we were dressed up in our stupid costumes. So I didn't know what to do. So anyway, we go back to the same house on Saturday night. And I'm thinking, fuck, yeah, I'm going to catch the guy who slapped her ass. And I was thinking about you guys. I was like, all right, I'm going to know who it is. I'm going to see him. And I'm going to wait for him to get close to her. And then I'm going to look away. And then I'm going to look back and I'm going to see if he is just like maybe obsessed with her ass. It didn't happen. I didn't catch the guy who slapped her ass. Um, not a thing. Not a thing that happened. But I but I, I did try. I tried. So the worst part of the party was, you know, these girls, they do these things where now they have Polaroid. You know, you remember Polaroid cameras, right? You have the um, – you take a photo and it comes out and you shake it like a Polaroid picture. You know, the Outcast song. So – so they spend, you know, probably 30 bucks a carton to take photos that come out 
1% the quality of a cell phone photo, but it's like the cool thing to do, right? So they're literally two inch by two inch square photos. So the, the um, birthday girl says to my girlfriend, oh my gosh, we're taking a girl's photo. Come on downstairs. So they head downstairs to take a girl's photo. And when a girl tells your girl they're taking a girl's photo, you don't go. You just don't go. I don't need to be there. The other dude that I was talking to wasn't there. Anyway, they go to take the girl's photo next to the wall of candy that they have put together, this like candy shop. So, you know, you hear photos going off, whatever. A few minutes go by and literally the nightmare of my existence happened. I walk downstairs and what is it? Is she cheating on me? No, none of that. There's a group photo. Not only girls, but now the whole party is in a group photo. And where's your boy? In the background. I didn't, I, like, literally, they took the last photo as I was walking in. So you can probably see, like, my dumb face just surprised that they would do this without me. And I just looked at Tasha and I was like, are you fucking kidding me, Tasha? I'm not part, you didn't, you didn't have the wherewithal. That's a great word, by the way wherewithal she didn't have the wherewithal to think oh we're doing the group photo dave would hate if he wasn't in the group photo the only thing that could have been worse is if they took the group photo i never knew and then several days later i see it on facebook isn't that the worst you ever been to a party before and there's a group photo on Facebook, and you're like, oh, I must have been wasted. I don't remember taking this. And then you scan one by one by one. And do you see yourself in the photo? No. And you go, fuck, where the fuck was I? Did they coerce this plan to exclude me from the photo? Was this all? And do I think it was a big – do I think that they had tried to make this this secret plan? No. I think they did their stupid girl photo where they do the skinny arm, the bitch wing, the rocket leg, the sorority squat, the Delta Zeta head bobbing thing. And they stick their neck out so they don't have wrinkles and they don't smile with their eyes and their crow's feet stuck and all that shit. They do that. They got their little um, – Dorothy uh, heel pointed up so their calf muscle looks okay. They just look like a disjointed Picasso photo. There's candy in the back. Uh, I'm on a sugar high. Do I think that they – and then all of a sudden a couple of dudes jump in. Maybe – and you know what? I didn't know. Maybe they grabbed Tasha's ass. I wasn't there for this part, so I couldn't know for sure. But all I know is I walk down, and they're all having a blast taking a group photo without your boy Dave. Without your boy Dave. So do I get a little worked up about it? Yeah, I get a little worked up about it. Is this the part of the episode where we call Tasha and call her out on it? Yeah, this is what we do. We call Tasha and we call her out on it. Do you think she'll know exactly what I'm talking about? Do you think she'll understand? First of all, let's ask this. Do you think she'll apologize? Uh, what are the odds she apologizes right away versus... Hi, baby. Hey, you're on the podcast. Hey. Um, I couldn't help it. Um, I'm 11 minutes in and I'm already uh, talking a lot of shit about this whole plan to take a group photo without me at the party. Oh, geez. Where are you podcasting? I'm parked outside of uh, the uh, place I have to go to. Oh, man. I would like to go to Cafecita. Well, that's not an option for me, at least. <laughs> so, what's what? So, at what point in the group photo? What point did it go from an all-female photo to dudes getting in the photo? In a split second. In a split second. Babe. You telling me all the guys decided in one? Sp- make it sound like we had like some evil concoction to sneak away and get a photo without you. That was nobody's fault. 
what his idea. It was she wanted to take an all girls birthday photo, and so we took like two or three versions of that. One oh, all oh, color, two or three versions. Photo, and then she was like, "Okay, everybody in," and everybody who was there jumped in. Well, that's not a that's not a split second. A split second is boom. They all jump in and kamikaze the photo. That sounds like all right. Time for well, all the guys. Sort of was that because I, you know, the the gay guy with the long hair with like the curly gray hair ponytail. He that's the dude like, who slapped your ass. He was like, okay, like he he kind of he wanted a dude's photo. So that's what happened. So I wasn't thought about for the dude's photo. I wasn't. I hadn't made myself well, known enough. Well, I, I mean, I was. Do, I was done with photos at that point because I didn't feel like I needed. To no be such a big thing. Photo. I actually even offered to take the picture. So I wasn't gonna run upstairs and ask you to come downstairs for the group photo. And it's not like you were up there by yourself. You were sitting with other people who also. Who, who handled very well not being in the group photo. Yeah, but it's it's one of those things where the guy that I was with wouldn't want to be in the group photo, but he, what he wants, what he's saying is, invite me into the group photo enough, I'll begrudgingly be a part of it. That way I won't feel left out. Everybody wins. But in this split second... You you had decided you had enough wherewithal. That's the word of the day, wherewithal, to decide to take the photo, but not think about your boy in uh, the sort of social media Did publicity. You to be in the photo by yourself while I was taking it. Um, the other dude. Yeah. Well, do I want to be in a photo with the guy who grabbed your ass on Halloween? I don't know. I mean, it could be good evidence for the future to know that I'm with this ponytailster who clearly has some weird fetish for your ass. I don't know. All I know is I got stressed out and I needed a candy cigarette to get over it. <laughs> and I wish I wish we had more candy left over. I was talking about how I relapsed. And um, I just had a sausage egg McMuffin. It's... it's. Oh. I know. And it was $5. Can you believe that? What? If anyone's listening in, in a rural part of the country, you have no idea the prices of fast food in, uh, when you're in the inner city. They really do get you by the balls. $5.45 for a sausage egg McMuffin and a small coffee. I mean, I'm in, a, I'm in a desert. I'm in a food desert over here. There's nowhere I can go. There's nothing else. Well, that sounds so good. Anyway. I'm I, for an egg white biscuit right now. Yeah, egg white biscuit is disgusting. Um, I called you because I saw that you had, you had Facebook messaged me a fat kid video, so I knew you were finally awake. A baby. A fat kid, a fat baby video. Is that not disturbing? Jiggling in slow motion. He, okay, it's a baby jiggling in slow motion. Isn't that a little bit uh, too personal for the internet? What do you mean? Just that, like, don't you think someone could take advantage of that video? What do you mean? I'm just saying you shouldn't post videos of, like, people that are too young to consent to the video. It's a baby. Yeah. Now, I hear what you're saying. There are some parents that, that have decided not to put any photos of their children on the Internet at all because they think that it's like a privacy issue. Okay, wait a second. I'm looking outside, and the street sweeper literally just drove by a second ago, and now there's a guy standing on the sidewalk throwing his trash onto the road. Wow. Los wow. Angeles, city of dreams, city of angels, city of homeless people, and so a mental I'm health saying, issue. <laughs> Before I got to, um, 
that some people don't, they don't want to put their kids on the internet at all because they feel like it should be their choice. And also that it's creepy that, like, strangers could see or people that they don't necessarily want to see their children could potentially see their Well, it's like the, um, it's like the bumper stickers on cars that have how many people are in your family. You know what I mean? Yeah. They'll have the stick figures of, like, the five people. Because then if, like, you know, Cindy Lou goes and walks down the street, you could be like, oh, you're, how's your older sister? You could just, like, sort of. Yeah, that you could say, like, oh, I'm friends with your brother. And they might, no, like, believe you. It's a fucked up world. You only know that they have a brother you, from this. You never heard about the time I almost got kidnapped? Well, you mentioned it the other day. Yeah, my mom was throwing a party. Single mom. We're hanging out in Newport. Also not the nicest part of town, right? Kind of like a humble home. And the kids of the party were playing on the street because that's what you do. I mean, today's world, you probably couldn't even do this. But back in 19, yeah, 1990, you know, it was like 1990 or maybe 90, maybe even the 80s. This could have been in the 80s. That's crazy. I was born in 85, right? This could have been 89. No, it was probably 1990, 91. And this dude was like, you know, you guys want to come pet my dog? And um, he was in his car and he had a dog or like a – you know, it's stereotypical to say van, but I think it was a car. I think it was like a one of those woody station wagons. And anyway, we kind of all were like, ah, and freaked out. Like we were all smart enough to know to freak out. And then they called the cops and like the whole cocktail party shut down and the cops were looking for the car. And I don't know, maybe uh, maybe the guy just wanted us to pet his dog. <laughs> I don't know. But No, that's super creepy. But what's crazy to me is that – I feel like statistically, and I don't know where I've heard this or read this, but I feel like statistically, um, that where that kids are actually like safer than ever, and instances of kidnapping have gone down. But why, back in like the eighties and nineties, was it such a huge thing? Like I remember people talking about that all the time, or like it would be on the news, or like what was the John Benet Ramsey, like everybody, you know, like that that sort of thing. Like well, John Benet is Carden, just she's just ratings. Thing, like used to be like a big thing that everybody worried about, and nowadays I guess it's something that you you still teach your kids. But I feel like the crime statistics show that that's like not really a thing that people do anymore. Well, you're right. You're right that. In, we do live in the safest time in the history of humanity, and it just doesn't feel that way. But, like, a couple beheadings from ISIS and a couple, uh, unfortunately, you know, a couple terrorist attacks is nothing compared to the slaughtering that's happened in the past. But, yeah, it's all sensationalized. But any anyway, let's uh, uh, as much as I like to talk about mass genocide, uh, to start the week off, um, what, do you got, what do you got going on today? You, you got work or what? Literally nothing. Literally nothing? I got out of bed. I've cleaned the house a little bit. I'm about to run the vacuum. I'm looking forward to moving my car across the street at 10:50. I was I was just saying how um how w- watching you sleep is is just the most beautiful thing in the world. Um, just get ready for the diss that accompanies that. I know that a diss is coming. I was sitting there holding my. Well, that's just there's no it, way you're just saying a nice thing. It's just such a blank. Uh, canvas of beauty your little butt sticking up in the air you're hanging out you got you got pillow you're 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 just a fish uh i was gonna say a fish taco but that sounds sexual and i I meant starfish (laughs) you're just a fish taco hanging out in the bed and um i love a good fish taco tartar sauce everywhere no um but then i'm thinking like the only thing that can uh you know like you there's nothing you could say 
to come off more beautiful than the unspoken Tasha. The only thing that's going to happen is you're going to wake up and go, you know, babe, make me an egg sandwich. <laughs> like, I want to go to cafecito. Like, there's just no way. There's no recovering from that. So luckily I got out, I got out of Dodge. I got out of there quickly uh, before, uh, before you could ruin that. Yeah, I could wake up and ruin it? Yeah. Thanks, babe, for the sentiment. That's really nice. Um, and my final thought with you before I have to go into this meeting is – you know, you don't get, you don't hear any shit from Deanna, the girl from the party we went to, for not being married to Anthony. How long have they been dating for? Six years? Long time. Yeah. I don't know how long. And he's got a lot of money. Saying, She's not worried about locking it down. She doesn't give him shit that they're not married. Yeah. I mean, don't you worry that, like, she's, you know, she's with him and he's like a, I don't know, multimillionaire. And don't you think that she would want to lock down, you know, that well, deal? he has been divorced before. She has? He has. Oh. So I think, you know, back when we like were traveling all the time for work, she told me that he doesn't believe in marriage. And I think she's totally fine with it. You don't think that think she's that, worried about getting replaced in a couple of years with a new lease as it is? No, I don't think so. I think they're, they're really good for each other. I think they really, like, understand each other and, don't and you each think, other's values. Don't you think we're good for each other? Yeah. So what's your argument for marriage? Well, neither one of us has been divorced and burned before. Would it be a deal? like strong feelings against the institution of marriage. Would it be a deal breaker if you found out I was engaged? Previously? Yeah. Well, I don't think that's true, but... I did have I an... I think it would, be, it would be a deal breaker for me if you had just decided that you no longer believed in the institution of marriage and that you never wanted to be married. Well, I did in, in French class in high school. I had reached an agreement with Julie Cahill that if we were not married by the age of 30, uh, we would get married together. So I don't know, contractually. Oh, okay. Well, now that you're over the age of 30, I guess you can just not come home tonight and you can go marry Julie Cahill. No, nah, I don't want to marry Julie Cahill. I just didn't know. I didn't know what kind of a uh, contract I had signed. And boy, 30, 30 felt like such an old age. I was like, oh, if we're over the hill and fucked up by 30, we'll settle for each other. And I'm 31. Like, oh, boy, 32 is around the corner. You didn't have any of that with somebody where you're like, we're like oh, we'll, do, we'll, settle, we'll settle down together. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. But I don't think so. Good. I don't want to hear about that shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, I'm going to let you go. I'll talk to you later, right? Okay, go uh, watch some more fat baby videos, please. What? I said go watch some more fat baby videos. I'll send you if I find something good. Fat baby. All right, I'll talk to you. Bye. Love you. All right. Love you. Bye-bye. Uh, she sounds so pleasant over the phone. Uh, what a, a real demon in person. I'm kidding. Oh, boy. So uh, what I was going to do is um, read a couple sex questions. Let's answer some. I don't have too much time here. Uh, I got shits to do. Um, what do you guys do? You guys like this podcast coming out for Tuesdays or Mondays? I've been doing them Sunday night and Thursday night, so they air Monday and Friday. But you know, Sunday Sundays are just a shit show of a day. It's hard to get the podcast out. So I've been doing them more on Monday to air on Tuesday. Do you guys have any any points of view? Or are you just are you listening? Are you out there? Sexactuallypodcast at gmail dot com. Let me know what works for you. I'll try to cater this to everyone individually. Okay, husband caught me masturbating. Why am I so ashamed? Um, background, I'm third trimester pregnancy, and we've had zero sex life the entire pregnancy since he finds it weird that the baby is there. 
Um, I've been trying to get across that we could do something other than have penetrative sex, especially because my drive is sky high and everything feels fantastic. And I would love to make him feel good too, but he seems completely uninterested. Then again, I haven't been very direct. I think we both have a lot of hangups. This morning, I thought he had left for work and I was away, awake, so I decided to take care of myself. Vibrator, pillow humping, etc. Boy, third trimester. That's sexy. Huh? After a couple of minutes, he came back in, in because he forgot his jacket. I instantly froze in place and I was under blankets. But I think he knew because he gave me a weird look as he grabbed his jacket and left the room really quickly. My vibrator is fairly quiet but may have been audible too. Now I feel like I want to crawl in a hole. I don't really know why. Like, sex is good. Masturbation is healthy. Of course I get to play alone if I want to. Why should I feel bad? But I feel so yucky. Maybe because I feel like I've been hiding something. I don't know. Or maybe his reaction on top of just generally feeling unwanted sexually. What do I do next? How do I stop hating myself right now? Yeah, well, first of all, asking the question is probably the healthiest thing you can do. Like the fact that you're not beating this down with shame and, and you're, you're asking a bunch of strangers on Reddit this question. Um, I get it. I've done that where like I've, I've like masturbated or like I've had my chick want me to masturbate. And I just felt weird because you're making your like weird masturbation face. Here, here's what it comes down to. It's, vulner it's a vulnerability because you're not in it together. If you're having sex together, you're grunting. Oh, yeah, you like that? You're fucking well, sorry, Weird. I don't know why I sound like a raspy old man. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're coming in shits. But um, when it's one person, the other one's not in that same state of mind. So it's an energy thing that's off. But at the same time, it seems like your concern is more an embarrassment, um, which is natural. But I think what you have to do is get him to masturbate while, when you're not and kind of put yourself both in those situations. But it's also... It's yeah, it's weird because I've done that before too, where my chick's coming home and I'm masturbating and I'm like literally nervous or like maybe there are nights when um, she goes to bed early and I get home late from a show and I want to like, like I want to go masturbate and it's the weirdest feeling. I've tried it before in bed, but um, you know, she can like feel the bed squeaking. <laughs> it's horrible. Um, and it shouldn't be a big thing, but it feels like a low level of cheating, doesn't it? It feel it feels like, um, it feels like you're cheating. You're cheating on them with your own pussy, your own dick. It's weird, um, but it's a masturbating's a different type of orgasm too, right? Like it's just a different. It's 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 completely selfish. Unlike sex, where it's sex is selfish, but you're also like, All right, I want to get this person off. I want to get them wet. I want to make them feel good. All these things. Um, masturbating is selfish, and yeah, to be caught in the act is embarrassing. It's embarrassing, but I think by addressing it. I think you need to talk to it, frankly, with this with your husband and be like, yeah, I just I have needs that need to be met. And I can totally understand why you're weirded out by having sex during the pregnancy. But, um, you know, at the same time, it's our pregnancy. I'm carrying the baby, but it's ours. It's something we created. And I think for men, that's hard to understand because it's like, oh, boy, you have a human in there. Like, you don't want to fuck it up. But at the same time, by not wanting to fuck it up, you're almost insulting your woman because she's worried that she looks weird or whatever. I think most men find their women gorgeous when they're pregnant. I think that's just like a natural feeling to, to, to feel the beauty of the situation. But um, it really comes down to, like all things, communicating. So I think you got to talk to them. Like, yeah, and just call it out. Uh, so much so much good happens in this world when we call shit out. Just, hey, I know you probably realized it, but I was totally flicking the bean under there. Yeah, I was masturbating. Yeah, I just needed to, you know, it helps with this and it feels so good. And, you know, you know what? And you know what? I'll, when you come home tonight, 
I'm going to jack you off. I'm going to get some lotion out and give you a good jack off and you can come on my tits. You know what I mean? Like just uh, the way to sell things is to offer the same service for the other person. Is that weird? Um, let's do one more. Um, let's see. Face sitting or erection issues. Um, let's do um, let's do face sitting. Guys, do you prefer a girl sit on your face when eating her out or lying on her back? Okay, this is a good question. Let's read the details here. I'm a little shy. It's a woman, I'm assuming. I'm a little shy when it comes to asking guys if they would let me sit on their face. I have a more powerful, deep orgasm that way, and it gives me the power to guide their tongue in the right spots inside of me and on my clit. But I always, fe- I always seem to chicken out and lie on my back instead. Just curious what you guys prefer. That's a good question. Um, I, think, I think men, I think, again, men just want to communicate. A lot of times when you're having sex or, or uh, oral sex probably requires more communication than um, penetrative sex because I feel like penetrative sex, you use your hands and your body to kind of like agree with each other like, oh, ooh, no, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh. It's just a bunch of like pain or pleasure uh, type of things. Um, but I think with oral sex, it's like, you know, oh, you like that? Oh, yeah. Okay. You have to, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Let me sit. Let me get on top. And I, I think for me, some of the best like um, like uh, 69 is when I'm laying on my back and she's sitting on my face and then she's going down on me. But I've also in the past been weirded out by that because the guy's kind of got his nose in the chick's butt crack. But here's the thing with women. Women are so so much cleaner than men that it's really not an issue. It's like my own issue in my head to be like if I'm eating a girl like – I, like I could never – if a chick's on all fours, I don't think I could eat her out from behind. Unless I'm like going in it like a mechanic changing somebody's oil where I'm just like on my back sliding in on one of those little carts. <laughs> hey, there's a visual for you. No, I don't think uh, – yeah, I don't think um, – I don't think uh, sitting down on a guy – I can see how it's a little bit more personal because like you're in charge. Like you're sitting on his face. I think a lot of guys love that. But I think it's easy to ask a guy like, oh, yeah, you want me to lay down and you want to eat me out? Or do, you, or do you want me to sit on you and really rub? You know what I mean? Like I think just ask the guy. If, he's, if he has a problem with either one of those, you might have a deeper issue. But I think most guys are pretty cool. Most guys are cool with being the submissive one. And I think if a guy's laying down and the girl's face is sitting on him, he's the submissive one. Like you're, I, Here's what I like about that. The guy just lays there and does his um, – you know, he's doing his uh, tongue twirling, he's, you know, tongue punching, all that shit that he's doing, uh, his uh, oral acrobatics as it were. That's a good name for this episode, oral acrobatics. <laughs> anyway, he's doing all that and then you get to grind on him and you get to kind of navigate what works because as much as we wish we knew, we still don't always know what the girl really wants. So I think a girl who's like sitting on top of the guy grinding, kind of doing that, I think she's in control. So it's it's what do you want? You want to be in control or do you want to be tied up and have the guy uh, eat you out while you lay on your back? You know, old, uh, old um, you know, bondage style i don't know i don't know what uh what, what you prefer but um i don't think i think you know if you're clean and confident i think that's what it comes down sure unsure if you're clean and confident and you haven't been like you don't have swamp ass i would say either one but if you you know if, if you know you had thai food that day and you're you're uh you, you know you didn't get a wet wipe in you might have an issue um boy is that the way to end the episode with a wet wipe uh yeah, we're at 31 minutes. That's it. It's a short one for us this week. 
um, or for Monday at least. We'll come to you uh, later in the week with a nice long interview. How do you guys like this? Is this working out for you? I try to do a solo episode. It helps me out. I'll tell you. It helps me out because it's um, it's a muscle. It's a muscle kind of just talking nonstop to you guys. But I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it very much. I hope I'm getting better at it, and I hope it's insightful and not too boring. Let me know what you guys think. Let me know. Write me at sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, my name's Dave Neal. You guys know that. Stand-up comedian. Do bachelor recap videos every week. And I'm um, just trying to put a lot of content out there. Um, not trying to so much throw it on the wall and see what sticks, trying to throw good shit on the wall and hope that it sticks. So if you like this, I I need you to share it with some friends, whatever. Let's keep growing this thing. Um, February was a short month, so our numbers weren't as good as in the past, but January was crazy. We had so many downloads. I just want to quadruple that. Um, by the day, by the time you guys listen to this, we're going to hit 250,000 total downloads. A quarter million hours of people have listened to this podcast. I am so grateful for that. Um, and that is an independent podcast. We've had networks that have uh, you know been interested in, in uh, hosting us. And we're just trying to keep it real. I don't want any... Um, I, I want to be completely unfiltered and honest and fun. And uh, boy, I, I mean, I get shit from my mom. She goes, oh my gosh, y- your your podcast titles are so, they're so full of smut and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, yeah, but people are writing in with their marriage questions. People are sending us chocolates from Australia. So clearly something's right. Clearly we're making a connection. Um, I love you guys, even the ones out there that I don't know. There's so many of you that have never written in. I respond to everybody. You know, like, like there was a guy who just sent me a tweet. He says he listens. He was in L.A. and wanted to see a show. Unfortunately, I didn't have one that weekend, so I didn't have anything. But, you know, I, lo- I, love, I love to stay connected with you guys. We got Florida is out there. She's always chatting with us. We have Canadian people. We have the Australian Rachel sending food. Um, there's people all over. So I thank you guys so much for listening, being a part of it. I love my friends that listen. I think it's cool that like we get to kind of communicate in this sort of way as friends, even though, you know, you're just leeching from me, taking all of my fucking uh, got gossip and drama. Um, anyway, tell me shit about you. Tell me about your lives. What's going on with you? How's my girl in Vancouver doing? Do you, you know, you, you were having problems having sex on the regular with your boyfriend. Is it working out? Let me know. Keep me updated guys. Love to hear from you. Sex actually podcast at gmail.com. I always change your names around. I keep it anonymous. You know, we don't need to blow each other up. Just a conversation amongst friends, folks. Everyone have a great Monday. Have a great week. Try something you've never done before sexually or not and i'll see you next time bye